0: Welcome to the RGN UK Podcast, my name is Gav Murphy, and it is a special episode because we are 450 live from the Hammersmith Apollo (laughs) Which sounds, because of the magic of technical engineering, like our regular studio And no one turned up And no one turned up So you won't hear any
2: audience noises Um, And we can't show you our tickets (laughs) because we don't have them here
0: Who are the voices that you can hear? Oh, me, Rory, I'm one of them Yeah and Joe. Hello. Is that music? Hello, hello, hello. Who is your lady friend? What? <laughs> My friend's dad used to say that. My friend's dad used to say that when we used to play cards. Uh, when he'd put down a really good hand, he'd just go, hello, hello, hello. Who is your lady friend? Well, that's weird. Yeah. Even if there wasn't a
1: queen in the hand. Yeah.
0: Uh, it doesn't have to be. Hearts, that's female.
1: <laughs> what?
0: The Joker can be a female? You Could don't know. Be. The king? you saying the king can't be a female or the jack? Jacqueline? Could be a Jacqueline? Is this what we're doing? Is Ten. This... What's an ace? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Episode 450. Uh, what
0: are we going to talk about? Some fun stuff this oh, week. Y- oh, um, yeah. We've been playing stuff. We've been watching stuff. Um, I installed Shenmue for the first time. You know why?
1: Was... You said that as if you didn't press play on it. Yeah. I installed it. <laughs> no, I did. I played about two and a half, three hours of it. Um, because you call, you call it Shenmue. Yeah, what are you calling there? Isn't it Shenmue?
2: Shenmue?
1: I always say Shenmue. 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 Yeah.
2: Oh, maybe I'm doing it wrong. Shenmue.
1: Yeah.
2: Shenmue. <laughs> Shema. I can see why you're not enjoying it.
0: <laughs> no, I am. That's the thing. Um, but I just kind of feel like maybe I've left it too late. Yeah. Uh, I think because the people who I know who like Shenblah. Um, they really, really like it. Um
1: But it's nostalgia, isn't it? Yeah, because I, know, I no, never I yeah, never played
0: it. I never played it. So it's this thing where I can see why people like it, because it's a story. It's a cool story, but also it doesn't go the way you think it's gonna go. You think it's gonna be like all mystical and mad from the beginning of it. Right. But actually I'm just running around talking to people and kind of investigating something as a young boy.
1: Isn't half the game just like Nothing's happening in your town, so you're just raising a kitten. Uh, I haven't got a kitten oh. Um
0: I'm, in now. At the moment, I'm in now. At the moment, I'm running about. I've spoken to some sailors, um, and I beat their ass. You, f- uh, you fought them? So basically, your old man dies right at the beginning, Okay. and then he it's a Chinese dude that kills him. So you've basically then got to find out why he killed your old man.
1: Do you and know his name? I was not like to say. I know what the name is. Do you? Is. Landy. There you go. That's I didn't know you, whether yeah. you knew that or whether that was... No, 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 no. He, no. he killed out.
2: my old man like my dad or yeah, my yeah, old yeah. friend, man. The old man. Oh, right. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. When Wild do you ever use... One. My old man for anything other than my father.
2: That's why I thought it was so weird, because you're like, an old man dies, and you have to find why he killed your old man. No, you your old Right, my dad.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. My papa. Yeah. Um,
2: Say it normal. Papa. Say say
0: papa. Oh, sorry, yeah.
2: Like a normal human.
0: Um, But the thing is, though, it's really compelling, and it's really good, but at the same time, it is a fucking really old game, man. Mm. Um... And it, also I have a really, really bad sense of direction. And even though you're only going around these like little tiny townships, you don't have a map, there's like signposted map. So you basically, and there's one, there's one bit in the game where it sends you to three different places over different parts of this one town. Uh, it's, it's not a particularly big town, but you have to remember where they are. Um, and you have to remember where all these three different ones are and then they, you go to one of them and it sends you to a different place. And I have such a bad sense of direction that I end up having to take a picture of the township's map and then just prop my phone up so I could run around. I don't know if that's cheating or not.
1: Well, it's historically inaccurate. It's set in the 80s. They wouldn't
0: have a little phone. I'm second screening it, whether they like it or not. (laughs) I
2: I think modern games have just ruined us for that sort of thing. Because usually it would be like oh now go back to this place here's a waypoint and if you want you can fast travel Mm, but back in the olden days well
0: i think something has happened to that i think in the remastered version of this there is a um fast travel thing being introduced because i think people were fucking furious about the fact that because he's a kid he's got to be in bed by i think you're meant to be back at the house by 11 o'clock and then your grand doesn't go mad with you but if you if it gets to a half past 11, your phone goes, beep, 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 and then you just transport back Shen home. Shenmue is she a goes, boy. And she goes fucking mental. I don't know if that's he's his name. He's
2: massive. Um, he's called Ryu. Yeah,
0: he's he's like not, 18 or 19. I don't know what she is. And Shen he has Mu a is. bedtime.
2: Yeah. yeah. That's priority number
0: one. Yeah. Kill well, your mother. It's, it's not, the 80s. It's not a bedtime, really. It's like a time that she would like you to be home by. All oh, right. I mean, I've curfew, never, baby. I've never gone home at that time, um, and she goes mental every time I go home.
1: Can't believe you're role-playing uh, as teenage girl. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I don't get no bit. <laughs> um,
2: I guess but, her her husband just died, yeah. so she's like, I right, get home before sunset. Isn't it? a grandma no, think, or yeah, like a she, housekeeper she, she, or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like a grandmother. I think this right story is surprisingly complicated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but
0: it is. That's a thing. It is really good, and it's a cool little world that, it, that you're running around in but I just wonder if like I feel like if that game was made now it would be like a telltale game where you just walk around and right. press like three buttons whereas they've tried to actually make it but like this fighting bits in it and stuff like that. Well, lots um, of people
1: say that the natural successor to Shenmue was Yakuza. Right. But the difference between those two games is Shenmue's a game about being a kid in a town with fuck all to do who yeah. doesn't know what to do with his life. Yakuza's a game about being a gangster yeah. who can punch people and throw bicycles at them. Oh, and yeah. my like, kind of game. And do karaoke. <laughs> like, <laughs> so that is, that is the modern Shenmue. That's the mm. game they've made now. It has all the weird downtime, but yeah. it's filled with fucking... Battering people, yeah, not just yeah. going to the arcade and having to get home for bed. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Which is nice. Like I yeah. like I like how mundane it is. I'm actually into um, the idea of a game nuts. Did you ever play Attack of the Friday monsters? Yes. Which was yeah, a similar I thing things. It's about yeah, being yeah. a kid in a little town. Again, I don't think you get a map in that, so you have to learn all the streets in your town. And yeah. all you're doing is the kid's obsessed with the idea that there's a monster that's going to attack the town Yeah, and he's just walking around mm. just talking to people and playing cards Yeah, and that's the whole game and it's really nice it's really good it's yeah. lovely
0: um, bring that on Switch oh, it on. I'd love yeah. it
1: why not all those guild games they yeah. made like weird sets of games it was great
0: um, but yeah I don't know I just I don't know if I'm too late for it or not I, do I'm you gonna... think you'll play too? Well, I've got to finish one first, mate. And apparently, it, I, think it, I, think, I think it picks up straight away. But that's the thing. I saw loads of people tweeting about it, because I don't even think it came out last week. I saw loads of people being, oh, just uh, fucking nailed that. It's like, what? What are you doing? Like, I looked at how long it would take to finish. And you know what? It's like that website is like, how long, how long, will, it take it, how long will it take to finish? <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's like, like 20 hours, if you do the bare minimum. How are fucking people doing that?
2: That's crazy. Yeah. That's thing to do.
1: Yeah. Uh, did you see Andy Kelly from PC Gamer posting... Pictures from the strategy guide for Shenmue. Oh yeah, it's, it's really so funny, funny. Yeah. because the whole point is that it's live, a living town full of people doing things all day. So the strategy guide, instead of being like Final Fantasy, it's like go here to get the anima summoned. Yeah, it's like, uh, and this is uh, Kiyoshi. Uh, he's a baker. <laughs> and he's got a bedtime of this, and like it's just all these different characters, just bios, hundreds of them, and like down to individual dogs, yeah, stray dogs Love in town. Love it. It's like he'll Love be seen it. near the bins. <laughs> that's that's
0: really awesome. Cool. But that's a thing. So at the at the moment, um, my girlfriend's playing Rise of the Tomb Raider. That's the second one, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because she's never played it, so she's playing through Rise of the Tomb Raider. Um. And when she's not playing that, I'm playing Shenmue. But it's this mad thing where she's in the room as me as well because she's uh, drawing. But when, when, she's like, what the fuck are you playing? And even though I'm really into it, I'm kind of into the, I'm into that story more than I'm into fucking Rise of the Tomb Raider story. But at the same time, when you're watching her, and she's fucking like arrowing people and fight crap and, and shit. Do you know what I mean? And I'm just like... I do wish I could smush both of these together. Which is, actually, to be fair, I just got a code for that new Yakuza game. And I actually am going to try that because the only... i uh, not even playing. The only experience I have with Yakuza game is getting tanked up and coming to your house. So I'm watching you play for a just couple of karaoke. hours. Just do karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> that I mean I want a weird Japanese game with mad shit going on, mm. but I also need it to be quite modern. So, yeah. That's Yakuza. Yakuza. I think
1: Yakuza 0 might be a better place to start, though, because oh, okay. Two's. Years old, right. like the one they've just remastered and re-released. It's well old, is it? Um, and they've updated a bit, but mm. Zero is the one where it's like a prequel to everything else, but it's new. Maybe I'll it's do that. Very cool. All right, we're It's good. an amazing game.
0: Boom. Let's Lovely. do that. Joe. Yes. Hello. What you been watching?
1: I've been watching Succession. Banger, innit? Sort of. <laughs> uh, I've finished it now. I've right. watched all ten episodes. That's mad. A. Best theme tune on TV right now. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to it on repeat. It's only a minute and a half long. So that's a lot of listens yeah. this week. Um, B, it's one of the most tonally insane shows I've seen for a long time. Because it, it's written by Adam McKay, who yeah. did Anchorman, and the other guys, mm. and Jesse Armstrong from Peep Show. Yeah, So you're like, wow, comedy. Yeah, It's like... Quite a dark drama. Yeah, a lot of the time. Some people have described it as like serious arrested development. It's about this really rich family yeah. that's going through loads of problems. Brian Cox plays the dad, who's fucking amazing.
0: Yeah. Uh Well, Adam McKay's kind of been going that way for a while. He has, he did, like, yeah, yeah. Even in like the other guys, I watched the other it guys ends recently. With, like a weird business parable. Yeah, because. <laughs> The Other Guys is kind of based in our world Yeah Where the What's his name The Steve Coogan character Is almost based on like a real person Who does like some mad actual bad shit Not just some like bad guy Beverly Hills cop shit Mm. Yeah Um are you telling
1: me Stephen Burkhoff's character from Beverly Hills
0: Cop? <laughs> That's who I think of. Because there's a scene which is ex- almost exactly like when Axel Foley goes into his office. And he gets thrown out the window. Yeah. It's almost a scene exactly like that in The Other Guys, but there's two of them.
1: I love that Stephen Burkhoff, yeah. esteemed creator of physical theatre, <laughs> uh, is the bad guy in Beverly Hills Cop.
0: That's such a good film. Oh, it's amazing. Um, <laughs> what are we talking
1: about? You like a squeeze of lemon uh, in your espresso? <laughs> <laughs> a little lemon twist? Um, succession yeah oh yeah uh, but so you've got all these quite down to earth characters like one of them's getting into politics <clears throat> against her dad's wishes and one of them's like basically an American psycho style like just spoiled brat played yeah. by Kieran Culkin which is jokes and then you've just got these mad comedy characters like Matthew McFadden from yeah. who's Darcy with doing a terrible American accent just being I don't mind a, him I like him, yeah. but he's broad. He's like, yeah. he's an idiot. He's just a fucking dick. The cousin characters want to get on my nerves. Cousin's terrible. Yeah. He's like a stoner uh, Jared from... Yeah. What's he Jared in? Sal- uh, Silicon Valley. Yeah,
0: kind of. But at the same time, he's just... He's an absolute cartoon because... Yeah. He's obviously got something about him because in the very first episode, it's not really a spoiler. but In the very first episode, he loses his job for smoking weed on the job, yeah, and he lies to his mum. So he's obviously got something in his mind that he understands lying um, and things like that. But then that kind of goes. So he's some kind of he has the, some kind of deception in him. He's, but then that kind of goes by the wayside like and he turns into
1: a fucking bubble boy, slapstick like Shaggy from Scooby Doo, absolutely yeah. moron. Until, it sounds awful. Like, yeah, until. The last episode where that lying thing comes back, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, this is their half-hearted attempt at right, making okay. him like intelligent." I'm not going yeah. to not giving anything away. That's just mm. what it happens. But it's like this mad tilt a world tonal thing where half yeah. the time you're like, "Oh wow, really?" Like intense family drama and half the time you're like this is fucking madness yeah. like shredding documents It might as well have the Benny Hill theme tune behind the whole section of
0: it well, yeah the lead character as well is the guy from so yeah so Adam McKay went on to do the big short yes. then um, which is a very serious film but done in a very odd tone as well because mm. he's Fucking hilarious in some bits, Um, and there's a guy from that. No one ever gonna remember his name, uh, but he plays Kendall in Succession. So he's basically the main character in that. More or less. And he was on Steve Carell's team of people in the Big Short. Oh, okay, yeah. He's fucking incredible in the Big Short. Like really, really good. Everyone is in that. Yeah. Mm. Um, But he's like the like proper badass. Like he looks like a bit of a vampire in uh, the big short <laughs> could be my is, i don't yeah. know what's going on in that film um and uh...
2: everyone on the team is like we need to really address the, the housing crisis and he's like yes <laughs> and also the blood no <laughs> yes steve
1: but, just the housing as long as nobody touches my <laughs> cancel in transylvania <laughs> i'll be fine drinks from a thermos and he comes away with like a red mustache <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, that
1: movie sounds wicked. Um, I'd love to see that. But uh <laughs> the vampire at Lehman Brothers. <laughs> the bad but, of Wall Street. He's very <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean isn't that literally that Nicolas Cage movie? Oh, what is it? Uh, um va- uh, night vampire night or something. something it's the one where he oh, vampire's kiss? Maybe. The one where he does the ABCs, but it's mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A B C D. Yeah. He's a vampire in that? He, a, I, I think he thinks he's a vampire. He There's a bit where he runs down the street going, I'm a vampire! Yeah. I'm a vampire! It fucking, sounds amazing. It's oh. also
0: fucking, what is that film with Al Pacino? Devil's Advocate, where he's the Love actual that. devil. He's the devil. And he
1: these, but he's making deals. Yeah. <laughs> He's, Keanu Reeves is the best lawyer in the South that's right. and yeah, he gets yeah. into the big city and corrupts him <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man. It's like when you go back and watch uh, fucking Wall Street they're actual gecko men <laughs> you're like Jesus Christ that's one went over my head
1: He's loved Wall Street <laughs> monsters <laughs> oh, the Wall Street monsters universe is the, yeah. Is yeah. the next cinematic universe I want better than the fucking universal monster what they're
0: trying to do um, Frankenstein at Goldman Sachs but yeah, Kendall. <laughs> oh yeah, him. He, he's, a, he's a strange character in Succession because he does sometimes you think okay, he's going to be badass and he and he does some badass things. But then he's also pretty
1: fucking weak in some scenes as well. Actually, and it doesn't it's a really strange character, but I also kind of love it. You, what's brilliant about that is it's almost always yeah, when Brian Cox's character is in the room that he right. goes weak. And so it's this like very pointed like he's a big man until yeah. The boss is there. Yeah, yeah, And, yeah. like, there's clearly a theme of, like, psychological abuse yeah. from the father to oh, the kids. Yeah, and it, yeah. it gets more and more insane. Like, the, the reason I've come out of Succession not that happy with it yeah. is all the way through, it's just these little things that are disgusting. Like, there's an early point where they're playing, like, a family softball game. Well, it's it's in the first episode, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, and they lose a player. And Kieran Culkin's character gets like this little kid from the groundskeeper's family to come over and he's like, if you hit a home run, I'll give you a million dollars. Yeah, And he writes a check for it. Yeah, And the kid obviously does not make a home run and he rips up the check in front, in front of the, the kid's bed. face. <laughs> he's
2: laughing? It's <laughs> so really buddy. horrible. It's because so so he's odd. really
1: good at softball. He was like, I'd be a million dollars can check. Or he's just looking at it like, sounds wicked. I don't yeah. understand yeah. why you think it's so funny. <laughs> uh, and like... It's just disgusting. And it's moments like that that really make the show where it's teetering on the edge of, like, this is so horrible that yeah. it's funny.
0: Well, yes, yeah, so, so the, the the show is essentially... Um, There's a very, very rich family uh, who... Uh, Brian Cox, not the scientist man, um, the uh, very good actor, is kind of like a media mogul, like... Almost, he's Rupert Murdoch. Yeah, he's Rupert Murdoch, um, essentially. And uh, he's fallen to ill health, and it's essentially how his kids... Uh, who he doesn't seem to like very much, Mm. uh, are going to run the business uh, without him. And kind of everyone has like different ideas about doing it.
1: And it's just constant power struggles between. It's like the whole thing is seesawing, like who's got power at what time. And it's cool. But those moments of like madness and like really strange things... By the final episode, they're happening every five minutes. And you're just like, the final episode is just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like, there are about six things happen. And you're just like, yeah. what on earth is going on? Yeah. And it just stops on a cliffhanger. Right? And you're like, ah, oh, fuck's sake. Like, they didn't have the balls to, like, keep it at a level pace. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. they really had to ramp it up, which left a bit of a sour taste. But yeah. until then, it is a really interesting show. Yeah. It's more... There's there's more to dig into than most. Yeah, stuff. It's,
2: I think, it's weird. I think I wonder if they had leaned fully into the comedy, like Arrested Development style, if it or thick it, of
1: it, because it's kind of re- yeah, reminds me of that as well. Thick yeah, thick of it. Camera zooms all yeah. the time. Because
2: I was thinking, like, I was trying to play it like if George Bluth did that same thing with mm, a child yeah. baseball, I would probably think that was hilarious. But maybe because they haven't gone like it's this kind of like. And no, but that's kind of the point. It's, though. Yeah. yeah, it's meant yeah. to
1: feel wrong. Yeah. Right, okay. But... Yeah, it's just how much it ends up doing that. Yeah. It's kind of stupid.
0: It does some really good stuff with um, sort of playing with your expectations as well. Like, there's a scene early on where Kendall, who's like the main son who kind of takes control, cool name. Um, he's talking with his like advisor, and she's like, So what are you going to do? He's like, I'm going to tell him to go fuck himself. And you're like, Oh shit, Kendall's got some bite about him. And you're like, And uh, he gets on the phone to this guy, tells him to go fuck himself, and you're like, Oh, yeah, I'm badass. And then just silence and uh, Kendall's like hello which it sounds like a really funny scene it is not it's really awkward and it's drawn out actually and he's like and he's like uh, h- hello and the guy goes Yeah, I think from now on, let's just not talk. Let's speak through somebody else. Like, I don't like bad language or anything like that. So, yeah, see you later. And goes. And he's just like, it just takes the power out of Kendall completely. And you're just like, man, this guy literally has no fucking clue what he's doing. And he thinks he's like fucking wolfy. Going around being like, yeah, fuck you. Take my deal. But... He's actually pretty rubbish.
1: The other character I've forgotten about, who's a mad comedy character, but I actually quite enjoy, is there's a brother. To, there's three kids from one marriage. Holy the shit! Second there's marriage. another brother. There's another brother from the guy's first marriage, who's yeah. quite a lot older. I think is it Cam? No, Connor. Yeah. Um, or Cam? Who's played yeah. by Cameron That's from why Ferris I think Bueller? Cam. Yeah, which yeah. I didn't know until I'd yeah. finished, and someone pointed what? out on a podcast yeah. I listened to. It's mad when you see him, you're like, shit! It's Cameron yeah. with grey hair, and he's like this, like fucked up libertarian moron who's, the joke is basically, he thinks he's constantly on the verge of being like a gen- making a genius movie, he's like buying up, he's like buying <laughs> yeah. up water to deal with the apocalypse and stuff. Love it. And everyone else in the family is just like, you're a fucking fucking idiot. moron. Yeah. Like they just don't. They speak to him like he's a child yeah. constantly. It's brilliant. I really like he's that because
0: it's one of those things where everyone's kind of fighting each other and against each other. But anytime he speaks, they all fucking turn on him. Which yeah, is like, that is. Okay. And he also
1: does um, this thing constantly where he's like, I don't want to get involved but and then just like comes in with something that everyone's just like shut up yeah it's
0: <laughs> really <laughs> it is good i'm gonna i'm definitely gonna finish it because i am genuinely loving it i want to talk to you about um, the end yeah okay
1: I, I think i'm doing that thing where one thing's made me look badly about yeah, the yeah, rest yeah. but if i went back i'd enjoy it okay yeah. cool but uh, yeah good show
0: sweet power. did you actually want to put anything on this run in order because I knew you were going to write it, but I already printed it out. And um, That's not a criticism, by the way. I wasn't like you actually going to put anything on this running on a motherfucker. When are you going to put like, something to the play, Huh? because I asked you, do you want to talk about anything? And you went, I could talk about Britney Spears and how she's been replaced by a clone. I was like, <laughs> uh, I
2: mean, you can. <laughs> it's pop culture, baby. All right, we we'll won't talk about that. Avril Lavigne, though, hundred <laughs> percent
0: clone. People, have you seen that?
2: watch the videos. Have you seen that Twitter?
0: The where that all started from, with like the girl who was just like. Like, hey, settle in. And it's like a Twitter thread. Oh, a thread About of it? Levine. It's fucking wicked.
1: What? Um, about her being a lizard?
0: Uh, about her being a clone. About how Avril Levine died and they replaced her with a clone. Nice. Yeah, it, but like... I mean by if, the end of it you believe it. Well yeah, <laughs> I mean it's
2: pretty <laughs> convincing Joe. For
0: for a thread on twitter.com, it, I mean it changed my mind and I had no feelings about Ava Levine before. Exactly. But now
1: I'm convinced she's a clone. Is that changing your mind or just giving you a mind? <laughs> like, <laughs> or just going right, anything about her before. Yeah, <laughs> or it's been like yeah. All right. Uh, so like, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, everyone I hear of starts yeah. off as may or may not be a
2: clone. Yeah. My, and no, I have my to default sp- is clone, <laughs> and I okay. have to be proven otherwise. Yeah. You clone. You clone. Mm-hmm. Me? Clone maybe. I don't know yet. Just prove <laughs> yeah. me wrong. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Prove me wrong, boys. <laughs> prove me wrong. Um, so Dale, driver, a wonderful human being that we all know, um, is bangin' Lost, And he's got a a Lost tattoo. Like he's properly into Lost, man. Um, And he's in the middle with his fiance of a rewatch of Lost. And he's kind of convinced me to do it because I think because he's been watching it and we we spent all of last week together. Mm. So... Um, at Gamescom doing this like Facebook stage thing which was really good fun but he's, we spent all last week basically together and him just talking about Lost so by the time I go home I was like well I'm fucking watching Lost now
1: <laughs> like I'm,
0: I'm, I'm re-watching now I'm fucking 12 episodes in already
1: how easy is it to watch now
0: not easy I was gonna say yeah. you have DVDs um, right yeah so Dale's got the Blu-ray so I've been going through that but, I mean watching something on Blu-ray again like they were not policed. Menus needed to be policed because there's some mad shit going on on these Blu rays. Absolute mad men putting this together.
1: Like DVDs, I think, felt constrained because they had no memory on them. So yeah. it's like. They just have to have five options, yeah. and that's it. Blu-rays are like a whole yeah. new world. Mate, but... Uh, People like, are putting games in them and also shit. Also, it's just like, everybody
0: knows what a file structure looks like. You do not need to have an animated fucking uh, menu screen. <laughs> this is mad thing that happens when you finish a disc, right? Um, and as soon as the episode... It explodes. As soon as the episode finishes, um, it's, it starts going, insert, disc, uh, insert the nest disc, and will you find out the answers to? <laughs> and it starts putting up like questions from the sh- from the s- disc you just watched. I got a lot
2: of time for that. It, That's I cool. hate that. It's pretty good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I took a screenshot of it because I was just like, I said Dale, I was like, what the fuck
1: is going on? <laughs> Dale just like, oh, I put that in. Yeah. It
2: reminds me of <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, when I was growing up uh, when you watched episodes of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Every time it would, like the episode would come to an end, you'd yeah. be like, oh man, that was really exciting. And then the voice would go, on the next episode yeah. of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> and then show you all these clips from the next episode and you're like, ah, yeah. I get really excited about watching it. So I, I quite like that. What but it doing? is
0: really good, though. Like, um, So I've been, I've been watching it. I think I'm like, yeah, up to like 12 episodes now. And you forget how fucking good Lost is. Like, whatever you think it happened, you know, about the end. Of, but you've never seen it Obi Powers. Like never ever. seen a single episode. Have
1: I only ever watched the first series. So okay, I've only yeah. got good memories of it.
2: Oh, let's all fucking watch Lost. Well, this is what boring. I'm thinking is like. I'm, we're not starting the Lost podcast not, we all have too many podcasts we searching. got Prestige podcast
1: first then the Lost yeah. podcast I'm, I'm not watching Succession anymore I'm out Yeah, need
0: to Mate, find like because it does this really awesome thing which I haven't seen another series do as well and I've seen other series try and do it um, so if anybody actually can think of a series that does flashbacks as well as Lost please let us know IGN underscore you get feedback at IGN.com
1: How I Met Your Mother <laughs>
0: yeah. I've only ever watched one episode of that. I watched it on Sunday. Um, yeah. Didn't get right. it. It's right. Big like pile it. of shit in it. Um. I-, I was
2: taught at film school if you have to use flashbacks, you failed. <laughs> they were like it's, it's the watch. worst form of storytelling yeah,
0: like, fuck J.J. Abrams is <laughs> last mate lazy prick Um
2: and you have my film, film school
0: like if, there might be some people who don't know what the structure of every lost episode is but this is what it is um,
2: so I'll tell you when you've failed continue <laughs> all of these motherf- tread lightly <laughs> asshole so <laughs>
0: <laughs> tread lightly because you tread on my dreams
2: um, I don't want to tell you what I'm going to do but I'm taking out my red pen here <laughs> so everyone
0: is on the island, and you get flashbacks to uh,
2: <laughs> big <old ass.
0: laughs> You s. And every episode uh, deals with one person, and you get a flashback uh, to that person's life before the island. Right, and it does this, it does a really really small thing where the thing that's happening in the past informs or runs parallel with, or the good episodes, runs, par- runs parallel with the thing that is happening on the island. So if someone's acting like a dingus on the island, you're like, why would they ever be acting like that? And then you see a flashback and you go, oh, okay, this kind of informs oh, what's happening past on the island. Dingus. Yeah. yeah. But it's not just filling in blanks. And that's where Lost is really good. Like I watched a Gossip Girl episode the other day where there was a flashback and it was fucking all over the shop. Mm. Uh, Gossip Girl's incredible, but... <laughs> it was all over the shop, because there was a flashback episode which informed something that happened in the episode before. Um, So you're like, why has Lily gone crazy and Mm. phoned the police on her own daughter? Next episode then, you get a flashback that kind of deals with that. But also in the present day, it's something that's completely doesn't Mm. make any sense. It's just a fucking prom happening um, for no reason. Um, But like Lost does in a really good way. But it is kind of problematic. Uh, in one bit. Okay. So I went to Hawaii earlier in this year, and I haven't watched Lost for about well since it since it ended. Um, and I haven't thought about Lost really since it ended. And I met Dale again. Um, the, in Hawaii, where all of Lost is pretty much filmed, right? There is a Japanese temple, mm-hmm. uh, which has been it's, it's an exact replica of a temple that's in Japan, right? right. And it was given to hawaii as like a gift from japan to be like sorry Um, okay (laughs) um,
1: yeah here's something to remember us by (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) um
1: and we
0: we went to visit it and i was like this is stunning it's it's amazing it's like being in japan at a temple because Mm. it's an exact replica of it it's it's amazing but in your head you're just like oh because they filmed lost in hawaii i was like oh I remember, and they make a big thing with going. Oh, this is where Jin and Sun's um, flashbacks. A lot of the flashbacks takes place. Like I think it's like Sun's father owns the building or something like that. And right. I was like, I was like, oh, the location managers must have like my location scouts must have been rubbing their hands together when they realized that there was a Japanese temple because they had two Japanese characters in the show. Only the two characters in the show aren't fucking Japanese. Yeah, they're Korean. The they're Korean. They. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, in my head, when I was in Hawaii the other day, I was like, oh, uh, yeah, okay. Because I haven't thought about Lost and I didn't look it up or anything like that. I was like, yeah, okay, I don't quite remember that, but fine. I started watching the day. I was like, they are Korean. But all of their flashbacks take place
1: at a, in a Japanese temple. Do Koreans have temples? I believe so. Yeah, but that's all right then, isn't it? But probably I don't know. Territorially
2: different.
0: Yeah, I I don't. Also, Koreans, Japanese people don't—they're not fond of each other.
2: So, Uh,
0: but also, it's so funny when you see this when you watch the last episode because they obviously had like two days of filming at this uh, temple. Mm. Um, All the doors are closed. They obviously had to come there like before. I don't know, in the morning or something like that. Yeah. Um. All the doors are closed. There's nobody else there. Uh, there's a one party scene which happens at the night. All the doors are closed again. Mm-hmm. So they're obviously just allowed to use the grounds. Um, but then anytime you're in like Jin and Sun's apartment, there's like photos of them standing in front of the temple. And you think like, okay, fine. It's a beautiful place. A nice backdrop. And there's a picture of them looking really happy standing together only they're wearing the same clothes that you've seen him in. (laughs) And he's a waiter at that point as well. And then also, so in the living room, there's a really lovely picture of them standing in front of the temple. Then in their bedroom, there's just a picture of uh, Jin standing in front of the temple by himself.
1: Of, like I kept going back.
0: And it's like, fuck me, guys, come on. And it's only like little things you notice, because I was watching my girlfriend, she didn't notice this stuff. Mm. I was pausing it. And she was just like, uh, the stuff that you know is is stupid and wrecking it for me, quite frankly. I would love it um, if the
2: location scouts were just like, All right, we got the temple here, that's gonna be yeah. perfect for Jin and Sun, uh, beautiful oriented temple, and the other guy's like what about little Korea Town? Yeah, <laughs> it's like look, the crew's already here and we've set yeah. up. Do you want to swap? <laughs> temple, temple.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, that is a little bit racist, really. I think.
1: I don't know. Like I, I don't really. I'm, I don't know where the line is drawn there. Yeah. Because like, if they've got temples that are based in the same architecture. Yeah. Is that, it's like saying like I don't know. I was about to say a Welshman at an English castle but then I realised that you'd take umbrage with that I so go, I can't do that we would like, shut we would. this podcast down in front of this live audience <laughs> I, it's like a Canadian McDonald's being in an yeah. American know, show know, maybe to maybe, be
2: fair when you said in the running order basically the headline lost is racist yeah I thought it was going to be a lot more than that yeah. yeah I thought like one of the flashbacks was to the civil war or something and it was going to be <laughs> really
1: bad all oh, the oh good guys are on the confederate side yeah. um, so, oh my god But so I like,
2: <laughs> Dave acted a bit strange oh he was in the civil war was on actually. the wrong
1: side I, I talked about this Dave. with, with um, oh it's Dave the racist
0: I talked about this with my uh, Korean friend Annie who I do a, a Gossip Girl podcast with the other day and she was like uh, she was like yeah it's not on okay. it absolutely is that's all it, I wanted yeah, to know yeah, Why sorry, you bring yeah. that up yeah. you now you fucking no. stitched me up <laughs> on the podcast <laughs> She was like, yeah, uh, it is not on and anyone who disagrees is a dirty racist. <laughs> and you're
2: like, oh, it's interesting you don't have a problem with it, Joe, because my Korean friend
0: says it's bang on. And she's here now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> with a gun.
0: Um, but yeah, she was like, yeah, that's not... But then we started talking about this thing, right? Um... Did, did, I didn't I don't remember this because we were talking about uh just people being casually racist to Asians um do you remember Gwen Stefani had a song called Harajuku Girls?
1: Well, that's all, her little band.
0: Yeah. Her, like, crew of <laughs> ladies were the Harajuku I Girls. I forgot about this, or I didn't know about Jesus. this or something. I don't So know about Gwen about Stefani's this. in Japan. She sees these four girls in a shot window, apparently, like models or something. Just fucking... Bison. buys them? <laughs> Uh, Because she thinks she can, because she's a horrible person. She writes a song called Harajuku Girls, and then... She takes these four japanese women everywhere where they're on tour because they do like they become like her like backing dancers i w- but also in interviews and stuff they weren't allowed to talk so gwen stefani is given interviews sat in the middle of four japanese girls who are like draped around her and they don't talk it's the fucking weirdest thing is, ever yeah. i watched a bunch of gwen stefani interviews the other day just to see it i was like she is a horrible human just to see being. if one
2: of them
1: coughs yeah
2: to be fair if gwen stefani wants to pay little American-Irish boy <laughs> to just sit by her side and interview for a, a new album. Over. Ah,
1: the Belfast boys.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm um. well up for that.
1: I'm, I'm you know I Belfast won't say a boys? peep. Imagine it with the Belfast boys.
2: Just four gorgeous Japanese girls and me yeah. standing behind her. You alright? <laughs> That's Fear too much, it. isn't
0: it? Again. <laughs> Shut up! But yeah. Lost is uh, still good, but possibly racist. So according to one Korean girl I spoke to but not according to Joe uh,
2: <laughs> not according to <laughs>
0: racist Joe uh, do you know what isn't racist and can never be racist unless we make it racist because we write it uh, little game I like to call Key
2: Unless
1: we make it <laughs> racist. <laughs> anyway,
2: uh, this week guess the nationality based on the clues.
0: Based on my accent.
1: Malaga.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so, if you don't know what keyword countdown is, I'm to be categorised their films by a bunch of crazy keywords. Uh, what we have done, and by we I mean Joachim from Norway, uh, has done, is picked five films, ten keywords a piece. Y'all at home and y'all here and y'all in the Hammersmith Apollo uh, have Woo! to guess what those films are by the crazy keywords and also what the link is between them all. Can all right. I just
1: say, well done for unintentionally planning a comment about race and then ma- naming the most multinational sounding person I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Joaquin from Norway. A like, great yeah. name. Uh,
0: he says, hello, Gav and the rest of the Nigerian squad. Absolutely love the show. One of the highlights of my week. Bracket, sadly, question mark. Uh, have yourselves a wonderful weekend. What a horrible backhanded compliment. Uh, here we I go. think he was saying about how sad his week is, if this is the best part. No, I think he's saying, well, I think he's having to go with us. It, it, I oh, think it's both. Yeah. It's a double-edged sword that Fuck. we're getting struck both edges. Yeah. Slashed <laughs> by 200. Here we go. Fucking 200. Um, film number one. Unrequited
2: love. Crazy, stupid love. Accidental death. I forgot what we were doing for a second. You started saying words. I was like, what the fuck's he doing? <laughs> Blue Valentine? Blonde wig. Pa, 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 pa. Oh, white chicks. <laughs> That's Banger. Good. Unrequited bang. love. Speaking of racist, give yeah. countdown. <laughs> yeah.
0: Deception. Oceans 11,
1: 12, or 13. Stabbed in the neck. Fucking hell, this isn't what I thought it was. I feel like blonde wig's a massive clue that I'm missing. Police psychologist. Uh, Zodiac? Evil woman.
2: (laughs) What the hell is this?
0: Zodiac could be a woman. You don't know. Oh no, we've heard his voice. (laughs) As you were. Torn panties.
1: We've had that one before. (laughs) This sounds horrible. Fatal attraction.
2: It does, doesn't it? It follows. Basic instinct. Yeah.
1: Well done.
0: Two points to Joe. Is there a
2: wig in that? Oh, Damn I
0: don't it. Stab with a uh, final clue. Stab with an ice ice pick.
2: <laughs> ice pick.
0: Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have got it from that. Movie number two. Projectile vomiting. The Exorcist. Repeated scene from a different perspective. Ooh, that's good, isn't it?
1: Rashomon. <laughs>
0: the vomit edition. Scene during opening credits.
1: Scene during?
0: Intermission.
1: Intermission? Uh, Grindhouse. Englishman abroad. Talented Mr. This? Ripley. Film split into chapters. The Hateful Eight? Yes. That's good because I watched that only the other day for the first time. Yeah, really, I really liked it. It's good not an Yeah, there is. Yeah, because it was massive in the, in the final version, not in the version yeah, yeah. on Netflix.
0: Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Croup um, and I went to see the 17 mil version, and that had it's a little. Like, yeah, that's yeah. like
1: the three-hour one, and then the Netflix one is like two-hour forty something yeah. cut.
0: Uh, Confederate uniform, written by director, bounty hunter, naked in the snow. Uh, there you go. Joe's on seven points, with two guesses. Nice film number Thank three. You. Speaking to audience, just like us in The of the Apollo. Ferris Bueller's Day. Oh, I
2: was just going to say that.
0: Flashback within a flashback. Ooh. Double as
1: lazy. <laughs> Double fail. <laughs> you too, Red. You ate yeah. it. I
0: ate it yeah. Throwing a cat out a window.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: Inside Lewin Davis? Kissing a dead body. Mm.
1: There's a lot of that in films.
0: Is there? Mm. What
1: kind of films yeah, are you watching? Yeah, when people have yeah. just died, people are like, Ugh, I love you. That's
0: another thing. That's another thing, because we've been talking this week about, we talked about on prepared Try a little bit, but then we talked about, about it, was things that you... When you were a kid, you thought it was going to be a bigger problem or a bigger part of your life. <laughs> like, dead dead yes. Yeah, so well. We talked about like quicksand. <laughs> yeah. I said being on top of a roof. Yeah. Like I thought like that was going to be a big thing. Yeah. But like open caskets. Yeah. I've been to a bunch of funerals. I've never been to an open casket funeral. I think
1: that's an American thing.
0: Is it? yeah? I've been to so. one, yeah. Have you?
1: Yeah.
2: So, do you kiss the body? I didn't kiss the body. Fridge, I don't think anyone absolute fridge. The body. What,
1: <laughs> what <a> virgin. <laughs> 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 title
0: appears in writing. Oh, nice. Okay. I'm guessing like that means within that world.
1: Right, yes. Yeah. I was going to say usual suspects, but it's not actually the title, is mm-hmm. it?
0: Non-linear timeline.
1: Memento.
0: Elevator operator. Elevator operator.
1: Grand Budapest Hotel. It is. Yes.
0: Smashing it, mate. Nice. Flashback within a flashback, it. of course. 11 points to Joe. Murder of Sister. Penciled moustache. Hotel. <clears throat> Movie number four. Alienated sexuality.
1: <laughs> what?
0: This is not nice. Non statutory female on male rape attempt. Good lord.
2: What kind of movies are these? Peeps.
0: Good ones.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Murder of a police officer.
1: Non statutory female on male. Non
0: statutory female on male rape attempt.
1: Mm. Super
0: Home from College American mythology American mythology Hallucination
1: American beauty
0: Voyeurism Rear window Loss of Innocence
1: This is horrible
0: Femme fatale Final clue, Peepin' Tom.
2: Uh, I'm glad I haven't seen this movie.
0: Alienated sexuality, non-statutory female or male rape attempt, murder of a police officer, home from college, American mythology, hallucination, voyeurism, loss of innocence, femme fatale, Peepin' Tom. Is it that one with Shia LaBeouf? It's Blue Velvet. Oh, of course. Film number five, Manhunt. Zodiac. Reciting poetry.
1: Seven. Oh, he doesn't
0: recite much. Reference to Terminator.
1: <laughs> That's a weird one.
0: Chapter headings.
1: Again. Pulp fiction.
0: Birthday party. <laughs> Running away from home.
1: Kings of Summer, Survival Skills.
2: Running away from home. Well, we uh, hunt for the Wilder people. Yes, yes mate. of
0: course. Well done, That's mate.
2: That's literally the first film I've seen so far
0: on that list. <laughs> that so I'm, list. I'm glad I got it. <laughs> You'd like heavily. It's
2: on Netflix right now. Yeah, it is. It's I just can't bring you. myself to watch it because it's bollocks.
0: Uh, <laughs> foster father, foster son relationship, loss of foster mother, wilderness. There you go. So powers, you got one guess, four points. Joe, you got eleven points. No, more now. Um, thirteen. Yeah, thirteen points and three guesses. Mm. Who gonna get the link? Basic Instinct, Hateful Eight, Grand Budapest Hotel, Blue Velvet, Hunt for the Wilder People. Mm. I'll give you a clue. It's about a cast member. Is it not the same cast member in all of them? Yeah. But there's something that links a cast member in all of those films.
1: Directors in it?
0: Nope. So there's a film that links a cast member from all those films.
2: Oh I see. Oh. Sorry. I got no idea. I haven't mm-hmm. seen it uh, most of them, so I'll probably not get it. <laughs> <that, like, laughs>
1: Hunt for the World of People doesn't have many people.
2: That's why it's weird. Yeah. Sam Neil? Is he the link actor? He is the one from that one. Ooh, what's he been in though with everyone else?
1: Oh. They're all in Jurassic Whoa. Park. Yeah. I was just gonna say Sam Neil, shit. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Lord Dern yeah. In Blue Velvet. Hateful eight eight would be Oh, Samuel Sam and Yeah. What was the other one? Basic Instinct. I don't know. The- oh, oh, it's the
2: Raptor. <laughs> yeah, he was in that one
1: I don't know the people in basic instinct
2: he's got the basic fucking instinct to kill <laughs> 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 that's what Sharon
1: Stone's
0: based on I mean, I the seen the movie, Ant- man. you don't need to see the I movie assume that's um, what it is it's actually here's a little interesting story well actually you could probably fill this in uh, it's Wayne Knight oh why is that interesting do you know no you should know your dad went to university with him oh he did yeah yeah that is um, interesting. Your dad told me some awesome stories about him when we went out for a beer. Did he? Yeah. He was like, You yeah. went
2: out for a beer with my dad? <laughs> we, yeah.
0: Uh, in Georgia.
2: Imagine I didn't go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? He told me he was busy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was busy with me. Uh. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Very good. That's from Wackim from Norway. Please keep your keywords coming keyword countdowns coming in. You can DM me on Twitter. I'm at And just put them in a little Google Doc and make sure that anybody can look at that Google Doc
1: please. Let's have some feedback. I haven't put put numbers on them, so just go. Um, Powers, go on, you go.
2: My feedback is from Andrew. Andrew says, I just want to congratulate you all for reaching the 450th podcast. Yeah, let's hear it for everyone in the Apollo Theater. Yeah. Yeah, take it off, you fucking French. <laughs> Dale, you could sing some crowd noises. Kiss the body, there. kiss yeah. the body. Back in 2012, I put IGN in the acknowledgement section of my PhD thesis, and I still enjoy watching slash reading. Uh, slash listening to your opinions about the latest nerdy thing every day, easily as much as I have done since I first started checking the website back when the IGN UK podcast was in double digits. Shit, now, we're, now we're all triple, baby. Yeah. Andy. Um, you've made me think, analyze and discuss and laugh about this hobby of mine for the better part of a decade, and I hope to it'll continue for another 450 episodes at least. Um, He said, "This isn't really a question. This was just just a really nice nice email. Uh, I just wanted to include something nice." He says, "P.S. I've got tickets to see Prepare to Try uh, in the summer. Fuck around. So if by any uh, some bizarre turn of events any of you find yourselves without something to drink at some point in the evening, then I will happily rectify this situation immediately." Okay, I like how professional and that that sounded.
0: Are you come. You gonna come tomorrow? I'm oh, yeah? coming, bro. Sure, bro. If you see Everyone. if you see any of us, bring us a Roni.
2: <laughs> Everyone um, tonight in the Apollo Theater is gonna be there. Yeah.
0: Um, it's Roni's pretty fucking. Ah, oh, thanks, man. That's really nice. Yeah, what's yeah thanks, Andrew. It's kind of strange,
2: isn't it? Because obviously
0: this pa- this podcast started way before any of us three. Yeah. Like yeah. Al and Krupa. Like Al's been on it since the start. Uh, Krupa then joined shortly after. I don't know what thing, but imagine if you started listening to this from the start, and then we're just on it now like you'd be yeah, furious
2: it's gonna be weird I've seen because especially right back when it started yeah they still uh, did video yeah
0: yeah yeah so
2: you can see videos from the old studio yeah. where there wasn't even a table they just sat with yeah, chairs yeah. and like mic stands like all just in a circle as was the style at the time oh um, it's so weird
0: I remember when we came to do our first ever live show together like us like together so maybe you hadn't started working no, at I wasn't that time there. yeah um That was 300, wasn't it? They wanted to, because uh, some other mad video person who was here before us um, came up with the idea of, he wanted, they did a live show where they stood up they were fucking walking around like Michael McIntyre with like fucking Britney mics on so he did a live podcast standing up on stage that is insane and I remember when we were we were talking about doing whatever the first live podcast that we did with IGN UK podcast yeah Um. We when we were talking about that they were like yeah let's, let's do a standing up I was like absolutely not they did <laughs> like a weird uh,
1: there's like a trailer for that yeah for that Gen UK podcast. Is it, yeah? With like a really young looking Crooper in it and Kilby and stuff. It's amazing. Amazing. It's well worth finding. Kilby was on the podcast, yeah. Sad Dan Kilby. Yeah. Sad
2: Dan, yeah. That's cool, been going man. for a while, isn't it? Yeah. How lucky are we guys to be part of the legacy? Yeah. Of the IGN now let's podcast. run it into the ground
0: <laughs> like a lot of the iTunes reviews say we are doing already. Let's tank these numbers. Um, <laughs> yes, the best it's ever been right now. It's never going to be as good as this podcast is right now. Um, but it would be actually kind of cool because I never really listened to it that much. Um, but it'd be nice to know like who if anyone is here who's been there from the start or like what are some of your highlights of people that we don't know because like Keza, Tom Yeah um, That's Martin Robinson was on it like yeah. what are some people's like highlights from the ones you know before our time What should
1: we go back and listen Before to? the
0: best times Email no and it.
2: it
1: Before the BTs the best times uh, IGN underscore <laughs> you can feedback at IGN.com uh, Joe do you want to read one? I can do one uh, This actually has to do with someone who hasn't been listening from the start but okay. has gone and listened from the start. Whoa. Uh, and it is Catherine Smith. Go on, Catherine. Uh, just you can put this out there. Came across your podcast after listening to Joan Daniel's hilarious The Windsor Knot. Oh, shit.
0: She went to that and then she
1: went back to this. But anyway, after The Windsor Knot ended, I started desperately searching the podcast universe to find another podcast to fill the void and my time at work. Enter IGN UK. I've now listened to almost every available episode and have enjoyed every minute of Holy it. Holy shit, how? That is. So long. <laughs> Such a lot of work. Bloody hell. Uh and she play,
0: Unless there's not four hundred and fifty episodes va- I think it cuts on the thing, off, yeah. it's still yeah.
1: hundreds of episodes. Yeah. Well done. Wow. Uh but Catherine basically says a lot of nice things about the podcast. Amazing. And I'm not gonna go through those. But on to a serious matter. Uh she says if she hadn't watched or played a game or movie she that we talked about. She started to want to get it, see exactly what we were talking about. Case in point. The Prestige Oh shit Catherine Here we go I'd never heard about this movie until listening to the IGN UK podcast but after hearing you guys talk about it and praise it so much I felt the need to sit down and watch it I felt the need to do the bullet catch (laughs) It did not go well You owe me medical fees (laughs) You owe me a finger (laughs) Little did I know that my boyfriend owned the movie but had never seen it What? What? How rich is your boyfriend just buying things he's not watching? No, I've never done that. Yeah. Uh, So we threw the movie in, popped some popcorn, and watched one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. Boom. Fantastic. Even though I'd heard all your comments about the movie, I was still shocked by every plot twist, which proves that my spoilers do not matter. Boom. (laughs) Uh... you can stop the
2: death (laughs) throats! And
1: the ending blew me away. Nice. Once the credits started rolling, my boyfriend and I looked at each other and launched into our theories about how Tesla factored into everything, all the symbolism, and how obvious the ending was in hindsight, and how beautiful that fact was in light of the main motifs of the movie. Mm. To say we love The Prestige is an understatement, and it has been so fun to exchange theories and observations about the movie and listening back to your guys' thoughts. So as you listen to episodes twice to hear our thoughts on The Prestige afterwards... Anyway, sorry for the absurdly long email, but thank you for the podcast. Oh, thank you. That's wicked. Oh, she signs off as Kathy, so we'll call her Kathy. Love Sweet. it,
0: Kathy. Thanks, Kathy. That was really nice. Uh, that's really cool. And final bit of feedback this week... Is from Harry Green, who says, regards from the New Mexican desert. He says, hi there, IGN UK team. Gav, I know that you are a big fan of the Ellis James and John Robbins podcast, as is Joe. And as a long-time listener of that particular show, I know that John Robbins lives in southeast London and loves to frequent a number of pubs in and around Lewisham. I also recently recently listened to a, a recent episode of the IGN UK podcast and picked up on the fact that you live in southeast London as well. Hmm. have you ever bumped into John Robbins at a pub or other establishment I live in New Mexico US now and I feel like I have missed out on missing my two favourite podcast personalities as they're both living in the same neck of the woods as me ah um, oh, yeah, I don't live in
1: uh, South East London anymore I just live in East London and neither does John Robbins yeah but uh, um, at the time I, this, I was just interested in yeah. have you ever met a celebrity who lives in your area or seen mm. a celebrity that lives in your area? Oh yeah. Area. So, uh, so uh,
0: weirdly though, Ellis James lives in Crystal Palace mm. and got engaged in a pub that I drink in all the time. Oh right. Um, which is awesome, but I've never actually seen him in there. Oh. Unfortunately. Oh, um, yeah, I've, I've seen Ellis James at football, at uh, Wales football matches. Oh yeah. Um, and I was kind of through this thing where I look at him. Then I, this has happened twice now, <laughs> where because you obviously can't booze during the game so mm. at half time lots of people there's a big queue for the booze um, and I've seen him in the booze queue twice um, and we kinda, I kind of look at him and I see him and I go and I kind of go like just be cool but then I look back and he's looking at me so I was like but, and we have a couple of friends in common, so I wondered if he's like seen me on pop-up on Facebook or something. Like that, and in my in in his head, he's just remembered Because I was kinda of look at him and he kind of looks at me, and then it's kind of like this weird thing. But I was like, he doesn't know me. Chips I just in the I, night. I I just know who he is. So maybe I'm just I think I'm being really subtle about it. I'm just like, What
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're my favourite! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but uh, yeah, I've seen, you know. April from Peep Show. Yes I do. She lives in West Norwood and I see, used to, well when I used to live in West Norwood I used to see her and her children all the time. Are
1: we essentially doxing celebrities? Yes. Have I yes, just realised this? Yeah. Um, um, I West know, Norwood's massive though so. I know for a fact, in another weird connection to Alice yeah. and John, that Sarah Pascoe lives around where I live. Yeah. And I keep my eyes out.
0: Um, there's, a ru- there's a rumour for some reason that I've heard. A rumour? Uh, there's a rumour in the dog park that I visit outside my flat that Noel Fieldin lives in my building. Oh, shit, yeah.
1: that's That'd be it. quite
0: good. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, the last time I actually passed... Oh, I passed <laughs> um, Peter Bainham today. What? Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I was pretty happy I about don't that. Think I... But remember
1: he, what he looks like
0: because right I passed, I passed him and he looked like he was having such a shit day that I, I've never go up to people when they're walking around and stuff but I wanted to go up to him because I thought that he might hit me <laughs> like I generally thought because I don't have like a bad I really have a bad like celebrity story mm. yeah. but I wanted to go up to him because he looked like he was in, he was so flustered and he was so sweaty and so hot oh. and I wanted to go up to him just to be like hey man I love you just and like be really obnoxious and ask him for a photo and just see what he did is, Pete, uh, is Peter Sharks.
1: Bain in the the one that did closer or is that mm. the other one who used to do all the Chris Morris shows the other one that was the other yeah um, what's
2: Peter Bainham look like
1: it, it, well, it,
2: I hope sweaty and
1: flustered apparently I hope who who I, I, fucking mess I hope
0: who I think Peter Bainham is is the person who I think it is that's interesting yeah we'll have a look when we come out yeah but for
2: now I saw Peter Bainham. Um anyone
1: yeah. living around you any no. celebs
2: I don't think so I don't I think I've ever yet. seen yeah. anyone like famous in London except for like at events we go to yeah you know, like just seen someone outside in that? Nah, man. When I'm mm. when I'm walking down the streets, I'm music on. Yeah. I'm singing with the birds. I'm not looking anyone in the eyes. It's just a blur from one location to the next. <clears throat> I saw. Um, <laughs> That's how I live my life. It's I was I was flustered by that.
0: <laughs> I saw Joss Whedon once walking uh, through Soho, but and I was going to go up to him because at the time I thought he was amazing. Obviously, I think now he's actually a bit of a shit house. Um, but he was walking in a way. <laughs> you know (laughs) like John Wayne (laughs) but you know when the um, the sort of fake magician no he's not a fake magician he is a magician um the dude who pretends to be an old man.
2: Oh, the Chinese guy the, with the, the fishbowl? Yeah. Oh, with yeah. the prestige. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I like
1: that he didn't even have to say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude who pretends to be an old man. Oh, but in the, the prestige. prestige. Yeah.
0: You know how he walks like holding his back and like sort of gingerly into the cab or the cart, mm. wherever the fuck yeah. it was. Um, that's how Joss Whedon was walking. So he was like <laughs> holding on his back and walking. Because I looked and I was like, oh, he looks like he's in pain. And then I looked over and I was like, that's Joss Whedon. And I thought, should I go over and say hello? But I thought, nah, he actually looks like he's in pain and that might hurt him. So that's I weird. didn't. Maybe he does that
1: so people don't go over to him. I saw Michael Palin looking really lost once. <laughs> and I was like, it would be. Oh, Palo! I was like, it would be, yeah. Half around the world, my ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's it. You went to fucking Nepal, mate. At Google Maps. Like, I thought about. If I go up to him, I could be of use. And it would yeah. be nice to have the story where I helped a member of Monty Python get somewhere. Then yeah. I realized, like, what well, if he said somewhere and I didn't know how to get him there? Yeah. Then the story is, I couldn't help Michael Palin. Yeah. So I don't want that to be my story. You look like
0: a mug of people. Exactly. Palin. That'd you be see, bad. Joanna, um, Joanna Lumley lives in Stockwell. I used to live in Brixton. So I used to see her all the time on Stockwell Tube that's Station. Pretty good.
2: She gets the tube. She gets the tube, man. Joanna Lumley. They're just gets like the us. They're that's... just like us celebrities. She gets the
0: people that I've seen on the tube. Uh, Joanna Lumley mm-hmm. and the guy who played the governor in Walking Dead what's his name
1: oh uh, David Morrissey yes seen Ooh. him
2: yeah seen him on the tube I've That's seen uh, Krupa Dale
1: <laughs> we actually caught once because <laughs> Krupa's not on it uh, I didn't include it but we got an amazing bit of feedback at 9.23 this morning yeah. which was I was just sitting across from Krupa on the tube uh, I couldn't work out who he was for a while Then I realised And I think I freaked him out by staring And when Krupa got in I was like Is that true? He's like Yeah I was like Were well, you freaked out? He was like Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Guy just staring at
0: me
2: on the <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyway he's dead
1: uh, Thank you very much Yeah Send us
0: nice things And we'll read them out IGN underscore You give feedback At IGN What celebrities live near you? Yes I would love oh, to know that Fuck yes I want to know that That's a good you one You don't have to dox sneeze Amazing them, But just let Doxum. us know yeah. Dox Doxum. Doxum. Uh Thank you very much um, and we'll see you next week sweet dreams bye 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 Hammersmith <gasps> woo